0: Psychic listeners, this is a very special episode of A Psychic Story because not only is it the last episode of 2021, but we are celebrating two and a half years of the podcast by unwrapping some favorite moments and sharing some key milestones along the way. All thanks to you, of course. So let's get to it. A little over two years ago, an idea was shared with me by the universe to start a podcast that would help people uncover what their psychic abilities are, feel confident in both themselves and their gifts, feel less alone in the world, And share all the resources out there that are available to help us in our spiritual journeys. I've been blown away by the sense of community each of you bring and have created with a psychic story. You're so open to helping each other, sharing your own stories of growth and experiences, and also encouraging me to keep on with the show. This episode is dedicated to each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, before I get into sharing some of my favorite moments of the show, here are some stats about the podcast itself. And remember, this is your show and not mine, so these accomplishments are yours and because of you. Since the trailer hit, on June 5th, 2019, we aired 59 episodes ranging from animal communicators, psychics, energy healers, mediums, witches, ghost hunters, spiritual and wellness authors, astrologers, aura readers, tarot experts, and many, many more varying types of practitioners. There are listeners on every continent of the world. That's North America, Europe, Oceania, Asia, Africa, and South America. And in 132 countries. I mean, what? That is truly amazing. For the last several months, A Psychic Story has ranked as a top 20 or even higher spiritual podcast on Apple. And with the number of downloads per episode, the show is currently ranked in the top 5% of all podcasts in the world. To give you perspective on this, as of recording this episode, there are 2 million plus podcasts out there. The most popular episode of all time is episode 51, Dream Interpretation, with guest Diane Brandon, followed closely by episode 5, Connecting with Your Spirit and Angel Guides with Ellen Malloy. Other top episodes and guests include episode 44, The Truth About Tarot with mystic Raven Jade, and episode 47, Know Your Soul with Dr. David Sherwin. During all of this, I also launched Supernatural Matters, a sister podcast to a psychic story. Supernatural Matters shares the stories about mysterious events, letting you decide whether something is natural or supernatural, ordinary or extraordinary. I also opened up a VIP group in Patreon. Patreon allows you to support the show by paying for access to more content, ad-free and early access to episodes, behind the scenes details, bonus episodes, and much more. Those are just some of the highlights of what we've accomplished together. Now that I've shared some facts, stats, and accomplishments, I'm going to dive into some of my favorite moments of the show, which, by the way, is really hard to just highlight a few. It was like trying to pick a favorite child, but here we go. The universe certainly works in wondrous ways. I grew up reading books from Sonia Fitzpatrick, the OG or original pet psychic. I even had the honor to meet her once after speaking engagement she did. So when she agreed to come on and be the very first guest of the show, I was extremely excited and grateful. At that same time, I was still very much grieving the loss of my dog, Moss, whom I lost earlier that year and didn't want to focus my very first interview of the show talking about him. But Moss showed up in a special way that only he could. Sonia and I also chatted about the best way to communicate with your pets. Here's a clip from episode one, Secrets to Communicating with Your Pets.
1: You know, people try too hard sometimes, and it's such an easy thing to just and and you can think it's the imagination, but the best time to talk to an animal, I think, is when, just before you go to sleep, and just ask it questions. You feel and sense. Pay, pay attention to your feelings. So, and also, when I talk to them, if you change the food, I can actually taste it in my mouth. You know, it's and and um, it's like oh, some of them like fishy food, some of them like chicken food. You know, they all have um particular tastes, and some. Some dogs, particularly some dogs will eat anything and everything. They will. And other dogs are more picky. They're just so like people.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say they just are like people. They're yeah, they have their own personalities are. and their own preferences and opinions, I'm sure.
1: Yes, yes, you know, and and they're very good at, you know, tolerating discomfort. You know, if sometimes people get very upset when their dog has been ill for a while and they go to bed and they may pick up a tumour or they may pick up, you know, a problem with kidneys. And often cats, when they're older, get kidney problems. You know, because when we get older, everything's wearing out. And they get really upset at the fact that they haven't recognised that. And, you know, it, it it's just that they animals tolerate it so much better, discomfort. So if there's anyone out there that feels upset because they didn't know, you know, that they didn't do something about it sooner, you know, don't blame yourself because animals are very good at tolerating discomfort.
0: Yes, I experienced that with my dog who had recently passed away. And I think oh, that... Oh, yeah,
1: it's always hard. It you is. Know, and, yeah. and when dogs pass away, they're still around the other animals and they're still communicating. I talked to so many dogs in spirit. And which one of your dogs had trouble with it?
0: Well, that would be Moss. Mossimo was my Pomeranian and he had a kidney and a heart condition and he towards did. and towards the end um, for about two years, I was giving him treatments and both of them conflict, as you know. So one treatment doesn't help the other. And towards the end, he um, wouldn't really eat. And his so he was super hungry. And so I would make him steak every day. Um, because I really wouldn't give him red meat every single, you know, before, um, I tried to keep him on a strict diet. And so just so he would eat something.
1: Yes. And, and, you know, he, he liked it, he said, he said, he liked it because you cut it up small and you always fed him on nice dishes.
0: I did. I did. He
1: said, he always loved his dishes. He said, and you were always kissing him on the head too. He loved that. And you talked to him face to face. He said, you'd always talk to him and he loved going in the car.
0: He did. And my other dog, Mia, hated it. (laughs) I didn't understand. (laughs)
1: He said, I used to make people smile, he said. He did. I'd be in the car and they'd stop at those things that went all all colors, meaning the traffic lights." Yes. And he said people would all smile at me. Yes. I could always make people smile, he said.
0: Yeah, we had a rule. I told him that he needed to lay down and sit down to be safe when I was driving. But then when I stopped at a light... Then he could sit on my lap or he could go out and I would roll down the window so he could look out. But then once the, star- the car started again, he had to lay back down. And he did. He did that for about 13 years. He, was, he listened very well. Another one of my favorite highlights was in episode 35, All About Auras with Carrie Moss. We talked about what an aura is, what it looks like, and more. Check out part of it here. I'd love to hear just um, you know, what an ear an aura is and um what it looks like to people if you're gonna get a photo you know, a photo taken.
2: Yeah, yeah. So our aura is an electromagnetic field that surrounds our body. And so everything up is made up of energy. And we know this is from basic physics at this point. But um yeah, so it's this electric electromagnetic field. And we are actually calling in the color rays that we need to support our healing. Uh, this can be emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally. We're calling in these color rays, first and foremost, to support healing. Uh, and there's an inflow and an outflow, so we call in what we need. And then there's an outflow as well. And you can kind of think of it like your breath. You know, there's nothing that we need to do this. Our higher self knows what to call in.
0: I love that you put it that way because I never really thought about it as breathing. You know, yeah. is it it's like Isn't an in and, Yeah, like it's an in and, and out thing. So
2: that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on that outflow is where we can embody some of the characteristics that go along with the color. Um, now, we typically will embody all of the characteristics, but uh, certainly some of them. And so that's what's going on with um, your aura. Now, the aura is just part of our energetic anatomy. Um, so we have the Taurus field, the chakras, the meridians, and mm-hmm. then all the layers of the aura. And so, I, you know, you can think of that as your energy field or your light body.
0: I always felt like the aura it was that outward projection of your spirit or your soul. Do you think that that's the case? Or is it a more of that, that energy that's like physically connected to your body?
2: It's both. Okay. So there's the inward soul based model where your soul is like, in your heart area, and then it goes out. And then there's also the thinking in terms of the soul is everywhere and all around and then we embody that energy and it comes in and so both of these models are accurate and we move back and forth between those naturally so your the answer to the question is both
0: that resonates with me because i was going to say like you do feel it's it's strange right when you try and connect and see what and go inward as we all say what that means and you do feel that with your heart um, and your emotions and everything else. But at the same time, it's it's almost like you're not limited to that physical presence. So what does that mean? So it's I always kind of think of it as um, your light spark is more inside you and it emanates out. At the same time, your higher self and everything else is that's yeah. subconscious and conscious is also kind of holding it together, but can almost like um, a radio wave bounce back and forth.
2: Yeah, yeah, you've got it. Perfect, perfectly said.
0: Okay, if you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that when working with archangels and ascended masters, Jesus often shows up for me. And that was certainly also the case for Candace Thomas. Listen in to this clip of episode 48, The Success Sense, where Candace describes how and why he showed up for her and even what he looks like.
3: And so the thing that did happen on that cruise, and I was pretty much close to being an atheist. I would have been a flat out atheist, but I kept having these spiritual experiences where occasionally I would hear this voice in my head and it would tell me very true and accurate things, but it would only happen when I was super stressed out. And then it'd be like, oh, this is what's up and it's going to be fine. Like uh, if not for those experiences, I would have been a full out atheist. So I'm on this cruise with Sylvia and she takes us through a guided meditation to meet our spirit guides. And I had never really meditated before. I was desperate because I wanted to meet a spirit guide. And um, when we went through this guided meditation, she has you visualize, you know, you're outside in a summer day, you're walking along a road, a road and you see some steps that you walk up and there's your spirit guide. And I walked up steps and it was Jesus, Jesus Christ. So you can imagine, I'm not really religious. My parents were um, super Catholic and super Baptist. They were ro- raised up in those families. And then
0: you were a borderline, almost an atheist
3: yeah, my dad had been an altar boy and they had been forced as children. So they were pretty like really lazy in their uh, as <laughs> Catholics and Baptists, which I'm so grateful for, because I don't know how I have reacted if I wrote like was raised in a strict religious. And so it was like, Jesus, like what? And it was so vivid. It's the most vivid I've ever had an experience in my life. It was a full on like, I wasn't just imagining I was there in the world. He didn't say anything. He hugged me. By the way, Jesus, uh, the way that my human perceived him, very sexy, looked like Oded Fair from The Mummy. Uh, Look that guy up, totally hot. Oh oh my gosh,
0: I just got chills when you said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
3: like that's how it presented to me. And he gave me this hug. And in that hug, I felt more loved and accepted than I'd ever felt any time in my life. And I believe that that was the moment my life changed, but I didn't know it at the time. I was so freaked out. My human went, Sylvia Brown is effing lying to me. She said it was spirit guides, not Jesus. That just means
0: that you have super high, I don't want to say on the ladder, on the spiritual ladder, because I'm not trying to do like, you know, higher, lower hierarchy. But that means that you came here to do some real spiritual shit. If Jesus was like there to like.
3: Yeah. And there was there was no words. There was no message. It was just being held and loved. It got you out of your mindset. It did. And that, well, it did temporarily. I was so shocked. And then I was like, no, this is a scam. So I make myself come out of the meditation and she's still talking about spirit guides. She's still on like walking up the steps. It's totally dark. The It's a cruise ship thing. So the thing is just rocking and I'm like, And I thought people had shined lights or were doing something because it was so bright. And I was in this world and it was just the lights were still dim. And I went,
4: oh,
3: "Oh, no, that was real. And then I couldn't get back in. And then all I could whine about was and she didn't even give me it. Never mind. Jesus came and gave me this hug that I felt profoundly. She didn't give me the thing about what to do for a career and yada, yada, yada. So I, I think that was the thing that set me off initially.
0: Now, Kim Russo is one of my absolute favorite psychic mediums. I watched all of her prior shows, including The Haunting of and Celebrity Ghost Stories. So when she agreed to come on and talk about her latest book, Your Soul Purpose, I was pumped. In episode five, Your Soul Purpose, we discuss looking within and what it means.
2: Well, for me, looking within is when something triggers me personally. That's me looking within, okay, why did I get triggered by that statement or by what I just saw or whatever it may be. The triggers are a hint to what it is you're not working through or or you're still holding on to. So that's a hint. I feel like that's something the audience can take away as a lesson to look at why you are triggered by certain things and go back to its original source if you are able to. And I think most people are able to, they just don't want to, because it can be painful, you know, like childhood, trauma, young adults, any type of trauma, we're holding on to it. And this, with this upgrade and this shift of raising our vibration, it's like when you boil a pot of soup, all the stuff has to rise to the top. You know, when you're boiling chicken soup, right, all the gunk mm-hmm. kind of stays on the top as it's boiling up and it's rising up. And then you have to scoop that off and just not take it with you as you go higher. So I find that that's what's happening now. A lot of people's stuff that they've been burying or suppressing is coming to the surface now. It's supposed to. It needs to be released and we're shedding our skin. We're shedding our emotions. We have to get rid of the old paradigm. So that even goes back to old timelines. Again, I speak about reincarnation, which again, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So of course we continue with our energetic bodies, our energetic souls into different timelines.
0: One of the things I love most about A Psychic Story is the sense of community it has created for the listeners and also for me. I've made lifetime friendships now with many of the guests. One of those is Katie Marie of Everything Aligns. In episode 39, we talk about her NDE or near-death experience. Check it out.
4: But I will let give you the floor and have you share your story with us. I guess we'll start off with that night. Um, I was in a car accident. And the next thing I remember is me looking down at um, the ambulance and they were cutting my clothes off. The next thing I remember is being in the hospital and just seeing white light everywhere. And I was watching them like restart my heart. Bring me back is what it was. The next thing I remember is I, I had crossed over. So my grandfather and my aunt were there and there was a tunnel. It was a dark tunnel with a light at the end. And my, I look up and my aunt and my grandfather are holding me on a park bench, actually. And I'm looking up at my aunt and she's just holding me. And they didn't say much. They, What they did do was tell me to smile big. I don't remember having them say, you're going back or anything like that. I don't remember that. All I remember is the feeling of love, like this unconditional love. And I would never want to leave it. It was just bliss. And they told me to smile big. So, what I found out later was I had been brought back and then my blood pressure was dropping. So, my family was saying goodbye to me because my blood pressure had dropped to 14 beats a minute. I didn't realize I'd get choked up. <laughs> and uh, so, they were saying goodbye and my aunt gr- grandfather told me to smile big. And I remember my face smiling and that's when I came back. I w- And my parents, they saw me smiling and I came back. That was it. So... After that, it was really hard to adjust to it, and I didn't realize what had happened until a few days later when I was able to move around because I had severed my liver, broken my ribs, multiple abrasions, teeth were busted um I can go on um the car was completely totaled, of course, and so I was sitting in this the my hospital bed, my mom was getting me ready to try and move me into the shower, and she stops me and she says, "You saw this right?" and I said, "What?" and she goes aunt Chrissy and grandpa were holding you on a park bench. You were there. And I said, how did, and it all came flooding back. I'm like, how did you know that? She's like, I had this dream a couple weeks ago. And I said, Oh my gosh. I I was like, that's exactly what happened, mom. You know, and what happened? And my mother is a medium. So she gets these messages. I mean, growing up was, you never got away with anything. So
0: There are so many good sources of information, quotes, tips, and everyday practices that can be gleaned from the show over the course of two plus years. One of those is when Victoria Shaw shared an analogy of the art of surrender in episode 17, Manifesting Miracles. What does that art of surrender look like and how can we be more present about it and start to feel more comfortable with it in our everyday lives so that we start to bring that into practice more?
5: So I like to think of analogy of like a boat a boat going down a river with a strong current. And ideally, you want to be on the boat going in alignment. The current is like, you know, the the rhythm of your life, the path of your life, the way your soul intends. And ideally, you want to be on the boat moving with the current using a rudder. So you're guiding through the obstacles, you're staying on track, you're navigating what's ahead of you, but what you're not trying to do is swim up current. Because as soon as we try to turn that boat around and go the other way, we're going to have a lot of resistance and a lot of discomfort. And what most people do is they try to take their boats and they try to go the other way because they want to control everything. And so the more that we surrender really means that you can start to move with a current of life. It doesn't mean that you do nothing. It doesn't, it's not a lazy river, although at times it can be because, you know, sometimes it is nice to relax, but you will still have to pay attention and navigate, but you'll be moving along with the flow, with a higher flow of your life. And so that's how I see it in sort of the big, bigger sense. And so the way that you can start to have that alignment is connecting with your intuition and connecting with your guidance. And you can also sometimes notice too, when life is feeling really, really frustrating, Sometimes that means you need to take a step back and you're heading the wrong way.
0: When you're trying too hard in a lot of ways. Pushing the river,
5: exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we hit obstacles even when we're heading the right way because again, life is just often has obstacles. It's just part of the process of, of how we live. But when you really have that frustrating, you know, I can't make this happen. It's not working. I'm overwhelmed. Usually not out of 10 times is because you're pushing the river. You're trying to do it all yourself. And those are the moments when I find myself in those moments which I still do uh, more frequently than I wish. What I always do is just take a step back. I first you have to recognize it and realize I'm overwhelmed, I'm pushing the river, I'm frustrated, like nothing good is gonna come of this energy. And then I try to step out of it, use self soothing tools if I need to take a step back. And then I ask for guidance and that guidance can come in a voice in my head. That guidance can come in a dream. Oftentimes it can, you know, for me, it can come from a trusted friend or, or a guide. If it's something that's really close to me, it's always a little harder to hear your intuition, but you still can, but the guidance always comes. And sometimes you can also ask for life to be your guide and you know, opportunities will come. And when you have that opportunity that, that fits all the bills, sometimes we're trying so hard to say, I want it this way. I, you know, I need this job. I need to make this much money. It needs to be in this geographical location. I want this kind of boss. And all that might be fine and well, but it's not really what your spirit wants for you. And it may not even be what's satisfying is what your mind is thinking would be helpful. But your, your spirit might have a much better idea and a better plan for you. So sometimes when we can just, Step back, (laughs) the right opportunity will show up right there, and then you'll know. It'll be so clear. You'll be like, What was I thinking? This is what I wanted to do all along.
2: And
0: last for 2021, but certainly not least for the show, is from episode 59 Before You Were You with Catherine Grant. The first clip, you will hear Catherine describing what she experienced and what it was like existing in the creator realm before she came to and was born on Earth.
6: And then this being called me to, himself, herself, it, all the pronouns, and said, it's time for you to go. So I uh, said, okay. And of course, there was no language. We were just thinking it to each Mm -hmm. other and intellectually, you know, we're intelligence to intelligence communicating. And it was like, you know, on the beach. So you see those kids that run around with those great big bubble makers, you know, those bubbles are just huge on the beach. So it was as if the creator opened up one of those bubbles and showed me my life and then the bubble burst. And then I said yes to it. And then I actually was hovering in the hospital room of my mother having me as her baby. I remember being inside her. And then I remember squinting as I came out and it was wet and cold and icky. And all of a sudden I was this physical being and I was like, yuck, get me out of here. I don't want to be here. I want to be back. I want to be back. I want to be back. So I had this knowledge, this uh, advanced communication skill set, skillset, uh, you know, far beyond a baby's understanding my whole life.
0: Finally, to sum up the last two and a half years, I couldn't have said it best. So I'll play this clip with Katherine Grant now.
6: So, if you are a listener out there and you are struggling with the idea that you have been blessed or gifted with something that is quite outside the norm, allow yourself to surrender to that idea and explore it because there's no harm in it. And if it is for you, it will only be for your highest good and to your highest expression here. And until you decide to allow yourself to sort of experiment or explore or get into that realm with yourself, you're going to be questioning, there's always going to be sort of a gnawing feeling that doesn't quite feel right. You know, maybe I should. Gosh, I I think I hear a voice. I'm not sure. Or, you know, I think I'm supposed to write, but I'm not sure. I think I'm supposed to teach, share, whatever your gift is, but you're not sure. I want to really encourage you to go for it. And I I don't mean to say throw yourself out, you know, on a stage somewhere if you're not ready, but I do want to encourage you to just open up to that idea because just like every snowflake and every fingerprint, we are all uniquely blessed and different. And your gift is your gift. And for you to keep that dishonors the creator that put you here to share it in the first place because you only have that gift. And maybe somebody else has sort of the same gift, but are they your physical expression? Are they, did they have your voice? Did they live where you live? Did they have access to the, the formats and the platforms that you do? Probably not. So your voice and your gift is yours uniquely. And please get out and share that because if not, the world is suffering because they don't have that light within and we're missing your light.
0: If you missed any of these episodes or topics, I recommend that you go back and catch up on them now. You won't regret it. Also, don't forget if you haven't subscribed to the show to go and do that today. That way you have access to all the episodes in the show that I've highlighted here for you. To do this, go to your preferred podcast player, such as Apple or Spotify, search for a psychic story, and hit that follow button. That's it. It's pretty easy. Whether the cameras are rolling or not, the sound is recording or not, there are always things happening behind the scenes too. During a recording with Dr. Katherine Perkle, where I was a guest on her podcast show, the double doors to my deck blew wide open right at the moment when we were talking about how insane the energy had been lately and that there were always angels around to help guide and protect us. As Ella Malloy and I were kicking off her second interview on the show, a being showed up and we had to stop and set some boundaries and protective intentions to clear the energy before we proceeded. On episode 46 of Unplug with Meditation, Susie Yalof-Schwartz's dad, who had passed away, showed up unexpectedly to give her a special message. And on episode 53, Speaking Your Truth with Karina Virginia, a Cardinal Redberg kept pecking at her window nonstop. The Cardinal was spirit showing up for her, but it's also a sign for me from the universe as well. So many special memories over the course of the show. Speaking of things happening on or off camera, here are some bloopers and funny outtakes over the years.
6: I, you know how it is. You feel different. You're, I used to feel different. Okay. I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a recording for a, a, a podcast right now, and they can hear you, so we're having to stop the recording. Sorry, husband. Okay, I don't know where I left off. So, what do you want me to repeat?
0: What well, was maybe a nanosecond where I was in that particular moment. Great. That's for your blooper. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, Nikolai. Let me redo that. It was more of a feeling of love and of knowing. And sorry, one second. We'll just pause for That's one. Okay. sirens. <laughs> Gotta love it, they, Nikolai. Here's another <laughs> blooper. <laughs> okay, there we go. What is your favorite go-to prayer? Yeah, hold they on. One, hold on one second. I forgot okay. to turn off my Alexa. Apologies. Okay, Alexa, stop. <laughs> You're ready for that. You're smart.
3: Hold
0: on. <clears throat> this is You're ready for that. You're smart. Thanks, Alexa. <laughs> the most well-known of these remote viewers is Joseph McGonagall. McGon- McGonagall. McGonagall. Yeah. It turns out that the calculator was disguised it turns out that the calculator turned out... That's weird. Guys, come on. Stop it. Sorry. Another theory is that Puerto Rico creatures were an escaped troop of Reyes monkeys on the island. Another theory is that the Puerto Rican... Sorry. Another theory is that the Puerto Rico creatures... It should be Rican. Another theory... theory. Another theory is that the Porto, oh my gosh. Zeus, come here. Zeus, while you're doing that, come here.
3: Sit. Okay, thank goodness this isn't live.
0: A great outcome with the show is that there's a special community that is being created, a sanctum of energy workers and healers, a closely knit group that is being woven by powers and energy above us. I stay in close contact with many of the guests, including Deb Shepard, Sharice Williams, and Katie Marie, as mentioned earlier, to name a few. And hopefully the show has enabled you to create your own communities with either the show guests or people you connect with individually on social media. Now that we've covered all of that, I also wanna take this time to give you a sneak peek into what's coming in 2022. First, big news, and you heard it here first, you will have a Psychic Story episode every week next year. That is 52 episodes in one year. No longer will the show just be every other Wednesday, but every Wednesday. Based on your feedback and interests over the years, some topics we are going to explore are the basics of psychic abilities and how to develop them, more on angels, elementals like fairies, and I also really want to do an episode about extraterrestrials or aliens, but don't worry, it won't be scary. I'll also be exploring special bonus episodes and featuring individuals like you to share your own experiences with angels and spirits and stories about your psychic abilities and spiritual journeys. And based on many of your requests, I am working with my angels and guides to create a couple online courses just for you. To receive more information about that, be sure to sign up for my email newsletter that will drop in 2022. You can sign up at psychicstory.com forward slash sign.up. There's so much more coming in 2022 that I can't wait to tell you about it. Stay tuned by listening to the podcast and via the email newsletter for more. Some final reminders as I wrap up this episode. If you enter a show review in Apple and now Spotify, you're entered to win a free reading with me. Also, there is a 1-800 number if you ever want to leave a voicemail and have it featured on the show. That number is 1-800-880-1881. If you're a longtime listener of the show, thank you for being a part of the journey, listening to the show, and being a strong supporter. If you're brand new to Psychic Story, hopefully this episode has given you a taste of all the great topics, practitioners, and resources there are out there for you. As a final thank you to all, I've created two extra special episodes of A Psychic Story. The first is a follow-up with Katie Marie of the popular Instagram page, Everything Aligns. The second is a follow-up with Ella Malloy. Check them out after this. I hope you enjoy these bonus episodes as we enter the new year. Much love to you. And again, thank you for your time and support. Thank you for listening to A Psychic Story. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Twitter. All episodes are free on your favorite podcast player or at apsychicstory.com. Have a question? Is there a topic you'd like to hear more about or have a suggestion for a future guest? Send an email to contact at psychicstory.com or leave a voicemail message at 1-800-880-1881. We'd love to hear from you and you may even be featured on a future episode. If you're interested in booking a session with me, you can do that directly on the website. And if you want to hear even more content hosted by yours truly, check out my other show, Supernatural Matters. Reminder that you are automatically entered to win either a free 20-minute intuitive or energy healing session with me if you leave five stars along with a positive review. Currently, reviews can be left on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox podcast players. Don't forget to email contact at a psychicstory.com when you do because it allows me to get in touch with you if your name is pulled in the drawing. Your name stays in until you win.